What up, you guys? This is Ray here, and I'm here to tell you about the Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make a podcast up to date. To make it break it down for you, it's free. It has a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. It will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and much more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listening ship. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is time to motivate. What's up, everyone? My name is Raycel Hemingway, and welcome to the Buddha Bear Talks, the podcast. I hope everyone up in here is doing really well. Hope you guys are staying safe out here during this quarantine epidemic that's going on around. And I'm just sending all my prayers, hope, and positive vibes to everyone and to all the essential workers and healthcare workers. I want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart that you guys are doing your absolute best every single day. And I appreciate all your well-earned efforts. Now let's get started with this wonderful episode. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about mental health and making donuts. In the beginning of the podcast, we're going to talk about what can we do to help each other during this crisis since we can't access to any therapist or we just feel barely alone because we're battling so much with our everyday lives by losing jobs, getting laid off, financial burden, you name it. I'm right there with you going through the struggles as well. Um, Just to name a couple people that have been battling depression, bipolar disorder, anxiety, just to name a few. And I'm here just to give a little bit of light, shine some light in this epidemic because Talking about mental health has not been t- spoken up as much, to be honest, in my own, in my own opinion. It has been pretty much been shunned, especially in the Black and Latino LGBT community. It really has t- taken its toll to the point it's taken people's lives. They feel like there's no way out or no way to overcome it. And behind all of this is says we all have to learn it's not to give up hope and there's always light at the end of the tunnel because all of you guys are lions and lionesses for the females as well um first i want to talk about anxiety yo i know i am not the only one that's battling through this and it, it is very very common And I've even battled this as well alongside with depression, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. I want to know how can we how can we conquer our own anxiety during quarantine? What steps are you taking to really battling this battle this anxiety that you have within yourself? For me, well, in my own way, I usually most of you do know or don't know that I am also a baker and I love to dance. Um, I use those two to help me like to calm down my anxiety. When I'm in the kitchen, I just go in the kitchen and start making up some weird recipe. I just start making something 
just to keep my hands going, keep my mind going, stay fresh and clear. And it always ended up being tasty. That's like kind of my, my way to calm down my anxiety. And it helps me to have a clear picture in my head of what I have to face next. Um, what's What causes our own anxiety? How can we approach it from a different standpoint? Um, I want to hear your guys' honest opinion on how can we, how do you guys approach it from a different standpoint? Plus, how do you learn to plan to conquer it? Well, hmm. Anyone could conquer it in their own unique way, in my honest opinion. But everyone's different. We all have our own saying. So basically, I would like to hear what you guys would say. Hi, how you doing? Hey, what's up, Ray? What's good? Oh my gosh. I'm doing all right. I'm I'm here with Stefan Shine as well. Yay! Oh my gosh. Welcome, welcome. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Hi, Ray. Hi, Ray. Hi, Cheyenne. Hi, Steph. What's going on? That's good. That's good. Oh, Oh, nothing much. Just getting the hang of this wonderful episode that I'm now recording, which we're recording. But I'm finally getting the hang of this on on my Anchor app because I'm just busy creating episode, which is amazing. Yes. Yes, because the topic is. Um, mental health and donuts. And donuts? Which, yeah, I'm gonna show you guys how to make the donuts from using the the canned granite biscuits from Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, that mm. I use all the time, mm. and it's so easy. I even I'll walk you step by step. I'll even give you the recipe while we're on here because yes. we're family. Oh hell yeah, that's dope. That sounds, <laughs> yeah. that sounds delicious. <laughs> Yay. Yes, I'm happy to yes. Be a part of the this is the very oh, first episode. This is the very first episode. Yes. I'm so happy you guys are in this. Oh yeah. Um in the episode I was discussing, I think on my other recording, I was saying like how do people cope with um depression and anxiety, like with mental health issues, because it's been shunned in the black and Latino community to keep it a hundred. It's right. been shunned. And the way how we was growing up, like black family style, like we we supposed to be the strong ones. And some of the times that isn't the case. How how do you dealt with it on a regular basis? Because you you I've known you guys for a very long time, and you guys went through a lot. And I just want to know how did you guys like push on through? Took it one day at a time. Man, that's a good question. <laughs> Bruh. Man. <laughs> that's deep. That's real. 
Take your time. If it's if he's not comfortable, it's okay. <laughs> I know the thought about, I mean, I thought about it, but I never actually asked that question. Because if it's like at first, it's like he was denying it, and then it's like it hits you. You're like, yo, this is for real. Like, now what? Now what do I need to do? Like, what can, what the steps do I need to do to move forward? Right. While battling this. And it's, yes, it's a tender subject. <laughs> it's very tender. It really Because even I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think just having, like, I think keeping busy, just having a good supporter cast, like, like, just having, like, mm-hmm. having a significant other is, like, I think it makes a big difference. Just yes. to have somebody to talk to and and now both of us having that. Right. Because <laughs> Shine found word. Something, something. Word. Word. She, I don't know if she ain't say oh, shit about That's the boo thing, yes. <laughs> yes, the boo thing always does work. Yes, it does. All the time. Now I don't have no boot thing, right? That was a joke. Yo, you is a mess. <laughs> you know, I'm single too, so don't feel bad. <laughs> Ray, you said you still single? Still single and loving life. Okay. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. All we can do, and over here cooking at the same time, because on the in- on the Instagram live, oh, you and Theo. Saw me making Dorito nachos. Yeah. Did you eat? Did you eat it? Yeah, I ate it. <laughs> it was really good. I ain't lost my touch. Hey, I had never had them. So when you sauteed it, how long you cook it for? Um, when you was saw me doing when I cooked the meat, the meat only take like a good like what ten minutes. Okay. And then I let it sit, and then I saute it in the taco seasoning with water for about like a good two three minutes until like it really boils a little bit a little boil and I just keep stirring it until it like incorporates all the seasoning and it's good so when you when you first initially put the ground chicken or I mean is that what you ground um not chicken turkey ground turkey turkey meat when you put the turkey meat did you add like water or anything um, I add water after I finish cooking it for the um seed the two season package. No, I know you add water with like the seasoning package, but when you like first put the meat into the pan, uh, mm, I use coconut oil. Co- okay, coconut oil. Like how- it's really good for you. It's good. It's better. Right. How much? Um, I use the spray. So I always spray the cut the cover the pan a little bit. Right. Not a lot. Okay. Not a lot. Don't you don't have to um go crazy on the spraying. Wait, so you actually spray it, like with a spray? Yeah. Oh, shoot. good old Pam. Yeah, the uh, uh-huh. um, they have coconut oil that comes in a can. Oh. Mhm. Mm-hmm. In the supermarket. Yep, you can get it from Trader Joe's. Oh shit. Exactly. What made you come up with the topic of uh, mental illness? Um, basically, it was like 
a thought like what hasn't really been talked about it's been pretty much been swept underneath the rug and with everyone like people been killing themselves and therapy and, and with the help of some of my amazing friends that I've been cool over the, cool over the years it made me kind of like let's shine the topic up on it a little bit because I, don't, I want to help others what that's going through the same similar thing that if we were going through something I want to give them that light of hope that let them know that they're not alone and we're always here to like support and lift them up through these trying times because during this whole quarantine it's really it's it's spiked up it it went up it's been challenging it really has it's been challenging. It's like the new one. It's like you can't even go outside and wear a mask yeah. without wearing one. Because you don't wear one, you're risking yourself getting sick. Yeah. And on top of that, you have to wait in line for food. Right. At the supermarket, it's crazy. And like, you can't really be close to anyone. I'm close and you know me I'm close to Stop and Shop yeah and and there's a line out the door if you don't get up early you're screwed so I go to the so I go to the other key I go to the other supermarket key food down the block from not far from the train station oh off of um what's this Beverly and the next stop after it Oh, right, right. What's the stop after? Um, I think it was Cortelia. Yeah, Cortelia. Yeah. On the queue line? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, right on the queue line. But yeah, that's what made me kind of like encourage the topic because I know I'm not the only one battling mental health because I've been battling depression myself. And been going to therapy dealing with before the quarantine work I, it work got shitty I wasn't happy it was to the point that I did not want to be there anymore and until we all closed down it made me open my eyes a different way it made me realize like yo I have a good support system like you guys for example <laughs> and it really made me be appreciative that I am alive because there's not a lot of people that can sit there and say hey people just been dropping dropping going and it it, it sucks <laughs> it really really sucks so it's like I'm using this to uplift and make people smile because a lot of people don't know we go way back. Oh, yeah. we, we go way back. Like 2000, not 2010 type of vibe. You and you and Theo go way back. Way, way back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I met Cheyenne later. Oh, yeah. You and Dance Crew. Be crew, baby. Yep. <laughs> oh, Dance. You and Yasmin. Oh yes, Dang. and it's funny we all click. Yeah, me should be on here. Oh, yeah. 
I've been, I've been sent, I've been trying to reach out to her. I've been trying to really reach out to her because I want her to really join in this, in this topic. Oh shoot! Because with her, with all of us being silly and stuff, <laughs> we're gonna keep it a book. I like to make this the episode I get to crack everybody up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dope. So, like, what do you have to do for the podcast? Like, just like on your phone, like microphone. Yeah. No. Oh yes, I was on my phone and I had to. I download. It's funny. I was on Instagram and then the Anchor app, like, pretty much popped up. Like, it was advertising it. I said, let me try this out. And I didn't know how to go about it at first. So I said, let's just go check it out, see what happens. So I started playing around the app. And, lo and behold, I was like, oh, sweat. I can make Booty Bear talk something on here. And that's when it showed me how to get a background for my um thing that you saw. Um, it taught me how to like use the audio, and it's free. You know, it doesn't charge. It's free, and it distributes to major broadcasts like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So the and then long and behold, I was like, oh sweat, I'm putting the pieces together. And all I had to do is just start start really recording and doing the content and voila, the match. This is how Booty Bear Tosses was all brought up. Because it's funny, I was thinking of it as Booty Bear was like a different idea. And I was like, hey, I could teach people how to bake and cook while the process is to hopefully get a storefront soon. Yeah, how you like you get like a pop-up. Yeah, and get, let people enjoy, like have a creative experience. Right, right. Now that's very cool, bro. It's like And we used to talk a lot back in the game. I think we even talked about this with uh about doing like a talk show and stuff. I re- I was thinking, yeah, thinking about it now, and I'm like, wow. Like, we have like that interview. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yes. Way back. That was way back. Wow. That was like. Seven years ago, almost ten years ago. Yeah, man. Oh my God. And look what's going on now. Say that again, bro. I said, look what's happening now. It's grown ass men now and stuff. Like it's different times. Yeah, who's like young? All types of stuff happening. A lot of crazy stuff happened, but what I loved about, appreciate about you guys, no matter how much we were going through, we still talked and we reunited. After so many years, you know, 
and I was just like, it was so, it felt so good to see you guys again. And I was so appreciative. I was just like, yes, get to see my brother and my sister. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was too long, way too long. It's like, it was going over Duke, to be honest. <laughs> it was really well overdue. It was really overdue. It was just a time in my life where I was like, just like everything that happened with the FBI and like, you know, with that one, and like, and just everything that happened, it was like, it just, I wasn't like, I wasn't as strong then as I am now, and it just like got to me. And mm-hmm. that really affected me and like pushed me away. Mm-hmm. Just like, I lost focus of like the positive aspect of, of the practice and like got more like like I, I just got more like um occupied by like the like the, the little things like like the people and stuff and, and not like as much with the concept and just following my practice, you know. I was mm-hmm. focused on everybody else and like I just lost myself and that's why I took a whole step back, like <laughs> Mm-hmm. of course it happens yeah. it happens I'm going to explain to the people out there what is the SGI I'm going to explain it the SGI is the Soka Gatsukai International um, it was a organization created by Mr. Daisaku Ikeda he's a Japanese educator and philosophy philosophy he traveled all over the world spreading this practice wanted people to be happy while going through amount of multiple struggles and he accepted people of all walks of life never judged never disrespected just been so humble and spread all over over 92 countries and territories all around the world and these are for the people that don't practice Buddhism. Really like feel like a stable like, like something that keeps to keep you grounded, you know, like to something mm-hmm. to just put your focus and your energy into when like everything else around you comes in you. You can just like having having like some type of faith. To, to hold you up and to just rely on it, it's like important. In life, mm-hmm. more direction, you gotta have some type of belief in something, like it just helps you, you know? Just like some type of faith, you know, and, and encouragement from really, because that really that's all it is. It's just like a, a person that like really is encouraging people to do, you know, better and just find happiness and, and at whatever cost and like just always change and always adapt and like always try to just create new things and, and and just like grow, you know, flourish, be happy, you know. It really that's what exactly. just, and it's not too late, you know, that just that's what happened in the past. Like you sometimes we lose focus of, you know, our faith and just like we kinda of get dragged into the dark side. Mm-hmm. But the SGI itself is a beautiful organization. Like the people like nothing but good, like vibes and good energy and like just positive stuff like 
outside of everything else that happened, just the majority of like the experiences we had in like the school right off of like the the culture center and just like preparing for like July twenty fifth, like <laughs> that whole like, <laughs> that whole experience was just like it was everything. And that time of my life, like it was dope. It was it was just sick. And I always remember and appreciate that. Like as like a milestone in, in our lives, you know, like <laughs> Oh yes. Performed in front of like thousands and thousands of people, like <laughs> you know, <laughs> we was on some shit back then and that was dope. Oh yes. Oh well, all the old the rehearsals we be having. We be getting out late. Like, let me give an insight. (laughs) Oh, weekends over there, like, like almost like we spent every weekend. McDonald's, go McDonald's, and like go to Wendy's, and then come right back. Come right back. You was doing brass band, I was doing dance. Learning choreo and burning up all these calories and the buns and stuff. It was a lit time. It was a lit time. It was a it was fun times. It was it was fun. I wouldn't trade it in the world. And you've made even more memories. Like since then, like you've performed and stuff, right? Yeah, I performed. Oh gosh, I performed yeah, I everywhere. I saw some of it. They're like. What was like? How many different things have you done since then? To be honest, I've done after Rock the Era. I we performed at Carnegie Hall. We performed at the Alvin Ellie Theater on Fifty um, Fifty Fifth or Fifty Sixth Fifty Fifth Street and Seventh Avenue. And we did that, and then we done the competition where I went to Los Angeles. Oh, you did that. Yeah, I did that. I got picked to be, to audition to be in the top ten core group. Oh, How did that go? And it was hard. <laughs> it was hard, but then when we got to LA, I met some amazing. I met the other dance crew group from LA. You talk about talented, bro. These dope ass individuals. I will never forget them. They are some amazing. They, most of them are like some of them are professional dancers, and some of them aren't. And I'm still cool with them till this day. I speak to a couple of them. Wow. So, um, who like created that um, event? What, some of the I forgot one of the Achilles Youth Ensemble leaders back in them day. I think it was Taisha and oh. them that created it. And so, oh, so it was solo dancing or was like just the whole dance group? Yeah, it was, it was just, um, it was, yeah, it was like pretty much, ooh, it was really like, it was a fun experience. I had a brain fart just now. <laughs> and, and I think in long story short, we won. East territory, we won. So New York took the trophy. 
and I didn't go to the next one the year after but they won again and then it stopped it stopped the competition and um it was my a few of my friends Cherise um was Marika god I'm trying to remember Christina went and a few others I forgot but it was so long ago yo that's awesome though yeah then after that 50k what was 50k and you talk and put oh let me give you the, the, the tea for this one for 50k we had to audition we had to learn some choreo the piece for the for the um audition and master that and show them in front of all the leaders that we that how much we picked up so i remember that day vividly i was nervous but the first people that was first to win up it was me kazuki and risa and i think my home one of my homegirl Michelle or someone else we were the first ones to audition first and long story short through that long crazy process we didn't find out till like about almost a few weeks later towards the end of May and this is yeah, and um, come to find out, one of the leads had to come to me to let me know if I didn't make it or not. So, long story short, I found out through the grapevine I made it through, and that 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 whole process. Oh, let me give the um audience let them know this. We're fast one from 2010 to now 2018 now. Because this is me dancing for 12 years in the group, in the performing group. Damn, for the group. Yep, with dance crew. All I knew when I'm in, that, when I'm on that stage with them, I transform into a wonderful. Like I'm not shy or anything. I just let go. And then when I'm away from the group, I'm the shyest one, except when I'm around you guys. And people was like stunned, like they never understood I was that shy. I really was. I just did it very well. And yeah, it really, it was a challenge because I always, there were times that I dance was my only way of expressing myself and believing myself and me not running from my problems like I used to. I used it to face it. So during that whole rehearsal, gearing up to the big performance for 50K, I went through a lot of mental hurdles. Like, I met a lot of new people. I stuck with the people that I was cool with in the room from New York, from New York Zone, and I just, just chilled and got to know everybody. Wow. And. It, it really forced me to believe in myself and see how capable of a human being that I really, really am. 
and maybe see these incredible things within other people that we are dope. We are. We're capable of so And just mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So where did uh, where did 50K take place? Um, the 50K took place at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, and a whole the whole East territory. I think from Mid Atlantic Zone, all the way up from Maine, came to Prudential. Yes, so you were were talking about thousands of people or hundreds of people coming in? Yes. No lie. And still that day, I still couldn't believe how I did that. I couldn't believe it, how I did it. I just smiled. If you see in the video, I was smiling. (laughs) Like, enjoying myself. Like, Cause I think I don't know if I sent I I'll send you the video, but yeah, it was it was the most exhilarating experience I've ever done, and it was so much mental strain. But like there were moments I cried because I was like, "What am I doing?" And oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this. But it really taught me and helped me battle. Like I am this I am this capable human being. Not just what society thinks of who I am or what you guys are. But yes, yes. Oh my gosh. But and that lo and behold for that one. Lo and behold. Anything else you guys want to talk about, or do you want me to go ahead and show you guys how to make these amazing scrumptious donuts? Yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys definitely tell me how to make some donuts. Okay, it's really not that hard. Just um, when you go to the supermarket, get yourself a this is for everyone that wants to learn these darn donuts the quick and easy way. And I'm gonna share this with you guys and the audience. Um, you get a can of Grand's biscuits. Get yourself at least the one that's the flaky ones. That comes in the eight in a pack. Buy some powder confection sugar because you're gonna need some. If you wanna do a different flavor, you can do caramel syrup, all that other stuff. But I'm gonna keep it simple for you. Um, you need vegetable oil. Get you like a if you want to get a big bottle, you can. Small, little, don't matter. A frying pan that fits. So you can pour the oil. You have enough room to dump your dump the dough for your donuts in, so they can fry. Um, once you do that, you heat up the oil first. Once your oil is heating up while you're doing that, you're going to at least flatten the dough 
and poke a hole and try to like flatten it as much as you can and poke a hole without like like don't like, make it big as much as you want but just to make sure like you flatten the dough all around so you won't when you cook it it won't be under like undercooked it'll be cooked on the outside but doughy on the inside right right and then all once you do that you just let it fry one side for like a minute or two and then you flip it over once the oil stuff is all heated up and then after that you just do that depending how many donuts you're making um you go ahead and put all the cooked donuts in like in a plate or something napkin like put a napkin so it can catch all the oil and stuff and with the powder confection sugar you can pour it inside of a ziploc bag a big one you can throw two or three donuts at a time make sure you seal it back up and shake it so make sure all the confection sugar is already into the donut all incorporated and then voila let it sit a little bit and you got yourself a fried donut that sounds delicious Oh, yes. Um, I was showing that on my live on Instagram. I have to post it up there onto the Buddha Bear Talks Instagram official page. Yes, you guys, I have an official Instagram page for Buddha Bear Talks. It's at Buddha Bear Talks 2020. You can always follow. And this is like my first time doing this. I'm so nervous and I'm excited. <laughs> if you're not nervous and excited, it's not something new. Not- yeah, oh God. Go up with good food. Exciting, it's gonna be nerve wracking. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be, you know? It's like mixed feelings at times. Cause I was like, I never thought I was gonna do this. I never thought in a minute I was gonna do this. Even though we, I, we mentioned it years ago, but the way it manifested, I was just like, okay, we're going to do this now. Sorry. But I'm so excited because I'm trying to, I'm deciding to like, I'm doing like a soul vibe to vibe thing, but I always want co-hosts going in alongside. I'm, I'm trying to see how this works. It's awesome. It is awesome, bro. And you can always follow me on the Anchor app. And Spotify. So these guys can get all the encouragement they want. And I'm trying to And my living Buddhism, so I was trying to find a quote. I think I found one that touched my buns for this episode. All right, I'm looking. I'm looking in my living Buddhism. For all you guys that don't know, the living Buddhism one is one of the SCI USA publications. You get which is where we learn our study and get most of the quotes and experiences. Only one is that it's more about the SGI back in 1950s and 60s and spawn up in today. So, ah, oh, this quote that, we, that comes poked out to me. 
This is from April Living Buddhism on page 62. This one that reached out to me. It says, when you challenge yourselves based on strong prayer to engage in dialogue out of a wish for the happiness of others, you will definitely pave the way for fresh fresh breakthroughs and expanding our movement for post and rufu. Post and rufu is meaning world peace. So what that quote spoke out to me is this is what's helping me challenge myself and helping you guys as well. Absolutely. Yep. And it really it really shows like in death like to never give up. Always have that fighting spirit. Even when there's days we don't even want to do shit. And become a chocolate thug at the same time. But yes, is there anything you want to add on or anything on top of that? You know, I just want to say, you know, thank you for, you know, hosting me um, on your first episode of Buddha Bear Podcast. I, th- I think that this podcast will go a very long way and I appreciate being on here and I think you're doing a hell of a job and you're going to do great things with this podcast oh, I greatly appreciate you thank you so much for like believing in me too oh, way, way back in the day when we met you know that you were going to do great things man. I appreciate all the love. I just love. I love y'all so much. (laughs) And don't you worry. Episode 2 is coming. So you are more than welcome to join me. The more, the fun, the better. Yes. Because I'm trying to get a soul vibe to vibe in here. I'm going to introduce you to some of my friends from Starbucks and Pratt. So, get ready. You're going to have some laughs. Hell yeah, that's dope, Ray. Let's do it. Yes. Down for it. I'm with it. I'm with it, with it. (laughs) And yes, my Buddha Bear fans, this concludes episode one. If you really want to know more information about the Buddhist practice that me and my friend Theo Ethan that we have this conversation on, please go to www.sgi-usa.org for more information. You get more wonderful, wonderful, amazing guidance and experiences besides from me and Theo and Cheyenne. I want to thank Theo, Cheyenne. To, to, my, to my, all my awesome homies on this first episode and be prepared for episode two in the future. All right, you guys. Thank you thank so you much. You too, all right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>